The God of Mischief is back and better than ever. Loki. 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 Wow. Great to see you again. Critics agree. Loki season two is marvelous. Great. And it's finally here. How much do you know? Let's assume I don't know much. A mind-bending adventure. Spectacularly cinematic. I've been waiting for a moment like this. It surpasses all expectations. A little over the top, don't you think? I thought it was spot on. Loki season two. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. Hello and welcome to a new episode of The Dispatch, this time recording from Riga, Latvia, where we've just seen the away team, Seska Moscow, beat Dinamo Riga three goals to one while fielding more or less a C team, uh, where um, goalkeepers Sorokin, um, Alexander Romanov and Kirill Kaprizov was left out of the lineup. It's close to Christmas for Romanov's uh, sake it's close to the world juniors so you don't field players that you are uh, you, you you want to protect and um, as i said it was a little bit of a bad game from seska but still they managed to win it was really interesting to see yevgeny kanitsky a big forward 6-3 needs to fill out a little bit of muscle but he has the skating he has some of the uh uh, skills that you think of Russian players and it will be someone that might snag him up uh, later on in his career um, making his debut as a 20 year old in the uh, Seska team or I'm not sure if it's their debut or not but at least he was part of the Seska team uh, this season um, it was interesting um, the dispatch and Habs Eyes on the Prize were fortunate enough to be invited by Dinamo Riga to, to see the game from the press section and uh, obviously, we managed to sneak in a little bit of a conversation with um, Seska Moscow's coach, Igor Nikitin, um, after the game. Uh, you will get to listen to that uh, in a while. But first, let me remind you that Igor Nikitin has two World Championship medal, uh, gold medals and an Olympic gold medal uh, to his name and to his credit. And he is one of the highest regarded coaches in Europe and outside North America. It will be interesting to hear what he says has to say about Alexander Romanov. Alexander Romanov has played two years for you now in, in Seska. How do you see his progress? It's, uh, we, we hope its progress will be next year uh, because uh, not easy play in our team, uh, too many experienced guys, uh, too many, not too many time in lineup. It's but uh, every day, uh, every practice, uh, he is will be better. Uh, I, I, I think I, I sure he will be a good, good, good player. Do you see him? Um, where, what is his strength as a defender? Is it the defensive side of the puck? Uh, I think, uh, first of all, for Jan D, uh, you, you, you must play uh, very confident and like defensive D. Yeah, then we grow up uh, and improve your game in offensive uh, because if you want to play against good players, you, you must play defense. Of course. Uh, he's gotten bigger. Do you know his weight right now, or? No, I don't know. I think it's 
it's summer time for 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 this. I, I think it, it it will be one part he can improve. Yeah. Um, you coach a lot of very good players, yeah. Mr. Nikitin. Um, can you compare Mr. Romanov to to any one of them? Yeah, it's. Hard question. <laughs> yeah, if if he he wanna be best player and he need every day competition and they compete against and any guys. How will Russia do in the World Juniors? Yeah, it's big big tradition. Спасибо. <laughs> <laughs> Coach Nikitin says we hope his progress will be next year, implying in stark contrast to what Mark Bergevin said in his press conference from Vancouver uh, a couple of days ago that Alexander Romanov will remain in Seska Moscow for next season. And let's hear what Mark Bergevin said in, in Vancouver. Very well. And he's only, you know, he's a young kid for the KHL, so... I see that translating at the NHL level, you know, in times shouldn't be that long, but I, I see him being in Montreal next year. As you can hear from this soundbite, it really sounds like Mark Bergevin is certain that Alexander Romanov will come over to uh, Montreal Canadiens next season. I'm, after hearing Nikitin, I'm a little bit undecided about this. I'm not as sure as I was after hearing Mark Bergevin. There are two sides to the coin, obviously, and we have to remember that. But we also have to remember that NHL can only give out a uh, entry-level contract. It's a known market value. And let's be honest, you know, we're sure that Alexander Romanov won't be able to score the top-level um, goals or assists to get the bonuses from there. He will probably not make the all-star team, no matter how hard we vote for it, etc., etc., so there is a huge thing that you cannot include the bonuses for to, to, to help raise his first term contract. This is something that Seska Moscow will be really keenly aware about, and they will use that to their advantage in order to be able to offer Alexander Romanov quite a substantial amount of money more to stay one or two years in the KHL. It will be extremely important to understand this if Alexander Romanov comes home from the upcoming World Junior Championships in the same way as he did last year. Last year, he was the defender of the tournament. Swedish coach Thomas Montaigne told me that he voted for Alexander Romanov as the top defender. He's also confided in me that he thinks that uh, Alexander Romanov, when he's on the ice, it feels like you're playing 25-30 minutes against him because he's so good. And this is obviously what Mark Bergevin sees as well. This is what all the Montreal Canadiens fans sees as well. But let's remember, there is another team here. This is not a European deal where you get a player for 240 US, uh, 240K US dollars. This is not something. KHL wants an open market. Mark Bergevin mentions this earlier that there is a rule that Seska won't terminate his contract to let him go early, partly because Seska will be in the playoffs until the semi-final or final of the KHL. It will depend if they beat SKA from St. Petersburg or not, if they end up in the final. It's, it's as easy as that. 
and and um, so so they will play out the season more or less all the way. But when you look, so, so they will their season will finish around that time where Romano's contract expires anyway. But it's also the fact that you get to keep the rights of the player when he if something happens and he returns to KHL at this at a later date. And it doesn't have to be two years after he has left. It can be ten years after he's left. These and, and obviously Seska, who welcomed home Alexander Romanov as one of the great players in history last time after the World Union Championship. He stood alone on the ice with both teams lined up, being handed a plaque. And just before that, all the old-time greats had been put up on, on the Videotron with names like Fetisov, Kharmalov, Petrov, Tretiak, uh, everyone. Everyone that's been in Seska was put up on that name, more or less. And, and you, you had Romanov there. They're, they're looking at him like um, everyone was looking at Price a couple of years ago. Like you were looking at a French player coming out of, or a French Canadian player coming out of Quebec being the next savior for Montreal Canadiens. Do you think they will let him go easily? They will offer top dollars, top rubles, top Swiss franc, tax free to get him to stay in the KHL for a year or two especially if he's had a World Juniors like he's had like he had last year. And it's important to understand that. In other times, in other ways, it's also important to understand, and I think this is very nicely put by Mr. Nikitin, that he says, first you learn defense, then you learn offense. I'm not sure that this is totally true when it comes to Seska at the moment, because some of these defenders that they have on their second pairing don't know how to defend. They can play a good offense, but they don't know how to defend. And that's part of it. But he says that Romanov will benefit. He will get stronger. He will produce more when he gets the chance, when the defensive system has really been put into his backbone, where he can play defense in his sleep. And I think this is something that maybe undervalues his his points we're looking at points and say he doesn't score. He, he gets four points in no ga- in, in plenty of games. But at one point or another, he really will start scoring when he gets the opportunity from, from KHL. It's a really interesting thing. It's a great thing to have spoken directly to Mr. Nikitin. And I thank both Dinamo Riga and Seska Moscow to giving us this opportunity. Thank you.